This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Very, very impressive. Fuck, I'm in a bus lane. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Look out, takes Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Watford are on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Well, good evening, everybody. Um, Honours even at St Andrews. Um, Troy Deedy, John Eustace, all of the romance of football taken out by a bucketing rain game um, at, well, at St Andrews, which is less than glamorous always, but hey-ho, there we go. Some interesting features to it, having changed the formation from... Uh, three five two. The last time we played a draw in the uh, in the Midlands um, to to get a result against Burnley, we reverted back to the three four one two. Um, the uh, the centre backs for me kept the ball really quite a long time um, and didn't really kind of move the ball forward with any great pace or any great purpose. It seems like we kind of. Uh, Kept it a little bit too long and a little bit too pedestrian, perhaps. be interesting to see what everybody thinks. Um, I like Espria. I like Espria a lot. I think he looks like a, a pocket Phil Foden, but I'm not sure we really kind of got to play um, off of what he was looking to do. A lot of times, little tricks, little flicks, little bits of possession where he'd then go for a give and go and the ball would invariably play, be played back. So we had an awful lot of possession uh, this time, but uh, not as much going forward, I would suggest. Justin, are you there, sir? You should be... Evening. Evening. Hello. Uh, How are you? Yeah, OK, thank you. Um, obviously, just kind of reeling from a... You know, watching, watching, watching the, the, the two, uh, if rumours are to believe, the two head coaches that were pitted against each other down at the last two for for the Vicarage Road spot try and play out against each other. And it seemed to be Birmingham being quite happy to sit very, very deep um, and try and basically make sure that we couldn't get any kind of progression through the midfield. Um, interestingly, that probably led to those, those centre-backs having the ball and pushing it backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards because it's easy to keep a simple, safe ball for possessions for a purpose. It's to go forward and try and score goals. We, With the amount of possession we got, we didn't really create enough, I wouldn't have said. But what were your thoughts on the game? Hello, Uncle. We'll be with you soon, sir. Anybody else, guys? Uh, obviously, you know, first of all, welcome to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes Twitter spaces post-Birmingham. Um 
anybody who wants to come on and make any observations about either the game. Obviously, we have also seen the fact that Ismail Assar uh, was not in the squad. We, there are rumours of him heading um, either to Leeds or, as the I believe the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the bookies are suggesting now, Crystal Palace. What did you think of it, uh, though, Justin? What were your thoughts? Well, uh, as a match, it was, I thought, fairly unspectacular, to be honest. Um, I, I always hate conceding first because uh, then you feel like you're chasing the game, which uh, I, I think we kind of were. Um, one all's probably a fair result. Listen, four games played. What is that now? Eight points, two points per game. That's That's got to be good. Um, Sarta Palace, I'm kind of questioning. Um, I don't see that as a career progression for Ismail Assar. Um, that is a bit peculiar. And these rumours about Pedro going to Newcastle don't seem to be going away either. And if we are going to deplete our forward line by losing Dennis, Saar and Pedro, I'm not quite sure we've got the answer yet in bio, Manai. Obviously, Davis didn't get much of a run out, but... Um, yeah, they're going to have to start uh, pulling their fingers out a bit out up front if we're going to lose those three because um, I think it's going to make a massive difference to us, to be honest. Yeah, Pedro for me had a bit of a had a bit of a shocker, especially in the second half, uh, where nothing seemed to to go right for him. And uh, you know, for all the will in the world, sometimes you're going to go have those days. And obviously, he's been in the uh, in the papers being linked to Newcastle. Um, at the end of the day, if, whoever we keep, we've got it. We've got to try and give some level of creativity. I thought Joe Hungbo for the last three minutes came on, and you know, kind of showed that there is some enthusiasm and some capability to run at his man there, which would have been nice to have seen. Yeah. But hey ho. But yeah. uh, let, let's 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 see. Um, uh, Carl was was at the game. Um, what what was the atmosphere like amongst the uh, the Watford fans? Carl, can you hear us? I can. I haven't joined public transport just yet. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's good. Uh, superb um, turnout. Superb noise from the um, from the Watford faithful. All good. Um, it, it, there's some wet stuff here though in Birmingham. I, I'm not used. It's here as well. Oh, is mate. it? it is oh, that's something well. to look forward to. Yeah, then yeah, yeah. I look forward to that. Yeah, it's um, pissing down. Quite frankly. But yeah, I see what you mean about that stadium not being half built. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not good, is it? Yeah, it's not good. Um, the old health and safety inspectors would have a would have a field day there today. It's um, it's pretty grim. There's loads of seats missing behind the far end as well, like opposite where we were. So, well, I assume that did spell out blues at one point. Yeah, but yeah, kind it, of, rather than the missing, it spelt so. flu. Or f- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, no, really, really good turnout, really good noise, but. I think I just came into the end of what Peter was saying there about um, up, up front, really flat in the first half. Jao Pedro, nowhere near it today for us. Um, and, you, and you hope, and you, in my heart of hearts, it's not a case that he's had his head turned and he can just knuckle down. Because I, I really do think losing him on top of, um, you know, Saar, by the looks of it. Oh, welcome to Birmingham. Um, yeah, lose it. Don't get no, run no, over, no. eh? No. Public transport's one thing, getting um, flattened by a bus is another. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, disappointing, but I, I think on the, on the overall sort of run of the game and how it how it panned out for our strikers, it's, it's kind of a fair result for me. I'm not, not massively upset about it. Um, how did you guys find it? Well, uh, it was all right. 
you know, it was okay. I thought it wasn't, you know, it's not going to be one of those matches you're going to want to buy on DVD and watch time and time again, is it? But, um, well, no. Well, first of all, you'd have to go back to the, uh, what, 2005 to find a DVD. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, you know, okay. That's right. I'm not going to bother watching the highlights tomorrow. (laughs) Hey, hey, when when do I have an old antiquated technology joke available? Normally at me rather than coming from me. No, it it was interesting. What did in the stadium, how did it look and it'd be really interesting to get everybody's opinion um any, anybody who's listening in as to how did you think Aspria did uh, because yeah. things didn't necessarily come off but I didn't necessarily think that was his no point. no I, I agree I, I thought he looked um very in control of himself knew what he wanted you know was, was was quite willing to try things and yet and I think Rob Edwards encourages that doesn't he I think he said that at the very start of, of when he took over that he wants players to be confident he wants players to try stuff um, yeah, he, he really impressed me. Actually, I think he, I think he's a good addition to the to the squad. Um, he, he, physicality wise, maybe you, you could argue that he's not quite there. But we said that about João Pedro not so long ago, and now he's you know he's bouncing off players left, right, and centre. Quite not tonight, quite you know honestly. But um, I, I was really impressed with him overall. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and in fairness to to Yao, that's that's half. You know, I didn't think he did too bad in the first half, but in the in the second half, he he, he kind of lost it a little bit. Uh, oh, Terry's already chimed in with his uh, bio, the new Andre Gray. Oh, mate, I don't think oh, he, yeah. I don't think he don't think he put a question mark in there. I think that was a statement. He was, well, how, yeah. how, how did the fans? How did the fans treat him in the in the stadium again? Sometimes when you're there, yeah, no, no, take two of them no there was no there was no animosity. It was it was you know he had he had the touch of a baby elephant tonight. It was quite fucking dreadful, really. Um, he just couldn't. It just just really looks off the pace. It just wasn't in the game at all for me. Um, so yeah, he he was he was a bit of a disappointment. It's good. But this goes back to what I was saying about you know you deplete your deplete your front yeah. by selling, yeah, yeah. and that's what you got yeah. left. Unfortunately, no, I agree. I agree. Well, well, gentlemen, gentlemen, as ever, this is the place for the uh, uh, for, for the fans to come and say what they want rather than us to talk. So you mentioned baby elephant yes. there. This is a hell of a oh segue, here we go because I'm going. I'm going I see what you're man. doing. I'm going to a man in Florida who did not have an elephant, but he does have a wee baby. Everybody, Uncle Ron has become a dad for uh, the second time, I believe. You've got a, got a three-year-old and now uh, a, what would be, what, four or five or six-day-old now. Ron, how's it all going? Uh, it's, it's very tiring. It's very tiring. <laughs> but I got, are, you talking, I, are you talking about the baby or the yeah, Watford match? Yeah, five. Oh, the Watford match, yes. <laughs> I did get to watch the game. Um, well, well, congratulations from, from everybody here because um, I listened to the Sunday service and would have said congratulations when when uh, when, when, when the wee lad was only three days old. Now he's a couple more. So, look, hearty congratulations. What did you make of your distraction therapy of, of watching uh, of watching what for tonight? What would you say to to everybody? And then we'll be going to uh, to some other people who want to join in. Thank you, Peter. It's very sweet of you. Um, very disappointing. Birmingham had a lot of very very young players, and and Troy Deeney, who bless him, you know, really has finished at this level. Um, I was quite impressed with Aspria. I think he's a definitely a talent. Um, Pedro, obviously looking to lower his asking price. Um, <laughs> Sar out with a knock. It's funny how many knocks Ismail Sar has when the the transfer window is close to uh, to ending, isn't it? Um, 
and and funny funny not funny how he never has a knock for Senegal. Well, that is that is seemingly quite often the way he does seem to regain his fitness around international dates. That does seem to be a, a little more than a coincidence. Um, I don't know if uh, if the the, the rumour mills from this afternoon have got to, have got stateside yet, but the the suggestion that Palace and Leeds are coming in may be the suggestion of uh, of being able to kind of you know kind of start some kind of Dutch auction and maybe try and get a best price for him. Perhaps I don't know. I know you are in favour of keeping him. Is that still the case? Uh, I am in favour of keeping him, unless there's an incredible um, replacement lined up. But I did want to say one thing, Peter. Far away. Um, I think it's 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 perverse, and I think that's the right word that the Watford are, are able and happy to invest in talents like with Charleston, Espria, Pedro, but refuse to do so with defensive players and. Um, Cabaselli is still there. He was at fault for the first goal and he was no man's land right at the end when Birmingham could have nicked it. And it's perverse that Pozzo wants to keep him at the club until he drops. It was the same with Mariapa in the first Pozzo relegation season. Having Mariapa play 19-odd games that season cost us relegation. Um, we only went down by two points, and that was the own Brighton goal. Brighton own goal, yeah. Yeah, at Brighton. And it's ridiculous. He he point-blank refuses to invest in defenders. And it, it's it's pathetic. It's embarrassing. Uh, I, I, I keep saying it, and, and, I'm, and I'm proven right time and time again. Well, I, I think... Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm now thinking back to beyond, obviously, the Brighton game. And yes, it was a, it was a horrible time standstill moment when Max put it through his own goal. But it's wrong to put relegation entirely and wholeheartedly at Max's one moment in a single game in a 38, uh, you know, kind of season long game, uh, uh, game long season where any number of opportunities to either pick up two points or to have avoided dropping two points aren't there. I do get your point about the lack of investment in that area. It, it has been frustrating um, in terms of it. However, in terms of this particular, you know, where we are at the moment, they've they've had what two clean sheets. We've conceded two goals in, in across four games. So within the within the championship, and I'm certainly not talking about once we get promoted. Do you think we've got the the building blocks to do the job? Because that's that's not bad by any any shapes. Six points from home, two points away across those six games and only conceding two goals. I would suggest that probably our bigger concern are more at the other end in terms of creating a little bit more. Are you happy with what we've got for this season or are you just more concerned about next season when we're in the Premiership and they're out doing us? Well, I can only be happy with it if the opposition remain as poor as Birmingham were tonight and as horrendous as finishing uh, as the other opponents we've faced so far. I'm not so sure yeah, if we can carry on um, facing strikers as poor as we have done. I'm not sure about that. 
Well, we shall see. We shall see. Uncle, thank you so much for coming on. Thank hearty, you. Hearty congratulations uh, for everybody. You. You, you had, especially when you were talking through about the lack of investment, you had a, a couple of people there who were giving you loads of hand claps about what your points are. So, you know, there, there are people who are absolutely with you. Is the next Sunday service on Sunday or are you doing another one tomorrow post this game? Or, you know, are, are you on, on you know, paternity duty and therefore need to pause until Sunday? Uh, pause until Sunday. I think that's only reasonable. <laughs> only reasonable. Look, Uncle, uh, congratulations from everybody here, mate. And, uh, you know, because you, you're always here, you've always contributed wholeheartedly. And now he's even got his own show. That's the way to take it. We want everybody with their own shows. Ron, cheers, mate. Uh, Thank care. you. Peter, right, um, to... oh, Peter someone's picked you up on saying when we go up. I think you said that twice in that last little exchange there. Oh. Instead oh. of. If we go up, it's, I mean, it's positivity and then there's, you know, extreme levels of positivity. Let's be honest, I'm I'm on the, I'm on the positive side of delusional most of the time. So I'm quite happy to be picked up on these idiocies of me. I do (laughs) apologise everybody. I didn't mean, I didn't mean when, I meant if, if we go up. Yes, that's what it is. If and when we go up. Ross, Ross, sir. If you want to hit your uh, mic button, how are you? How are you after tonight? I was going to say entertainment, but I don't think it quite stretched to that. <laughs> I'm good, thanks, mate. I hope you're well. Um, yeah, to be fair, it wasn't a great game, but there was. Uh, I thought there's quite a few pos- uh, positivities to take out of the game. I thought Gaspar played well. I thought Ken Semmer played quite well as well. Um, so obviously, Jao Pedro had a bit of a shocker today, but it just it does does look good that he's getting on the ball that much to sort of make those much mistakes I think so take the negatives with the positives obviously the Birmingham side today were quite poor for the kids really um, but yeah I thought it was I thought it was a, a away game the invincible season's still on um, yeah really positive to be fair no, but it's a point it's it, like, like West Brom it was a much better performance we've actually got the possession i think we've got to get to the next stage which is right you've got possession now what are you going to do with it hopefully keenan davis will give us an option of not just playing it through the middle but playing it a little bit more directly and then playing off of him as well yeah uh, which, which i think he nice touched to the see. ball today did he keenan davis that was a <laughs> uh no i mean he, he, he i, I yeah. presume i presume he was um you know kind of just just simply not not hadn't had enough training sessions in so uh you know yeah, it's one of those. Uh, it's one of those. But never mind. Never mind. What are you thinking for Preston on on Saturday? Um, are, are you positive about that? I didn't see how Preston got on. I haven't looked at the other results. No, I haven't looked. But yeah, I'm not quite positive. As long as uh, Vakun Bayo stays well out of that lineup, because he is shocking, and you can already tell. Um, I think Raymond Arsh will come on and change things. He looked quite good today. So I think if we just sort of play, you've got to remember, away from home, they sat back so deep, it was quite hard to play football. So we're, yeah. we're, not, we're, not, we're not the tallest of teams either, going from midfield onwards. So it's, we don't want to be playing hoofball, and that's what they made us do, to be fair, the first half. So it was quite hard to break them down. So, yeah, to be fair, I'm quite positive, to be fair. I thought we, we looked quite good. I don't think we, we were that bad. Um, but yeah, it was just sort of like the defence. I've heard obviously Jack Stevens from Southampton might be coming in, so he might improve things at the back because we do look quite on the flat foot at the back quite quite a bit of the time. So yeah, I just think we need to alter some um, options at the back, really. Yeah, Stevens is is an odd one only because he's right footed. 
I mean, I, he has played at left back. You know, he can play anywhere across the back four. Yeah. Um, so you know, and there are players who are you know kind of right sided who play you know in, in left back. And um, I mean, uh, uh, I could go back to Paul Breitner or or uh, any number of players in the in the in the, in the German setups over the years who, who played brilliantly left side, but been predominantly right sided players to no <laughs> to no seeming problem. But um, it, he would be odd. The um, the lad at Brighton, Clark. And uh, Courtney Howes, I think, were the other ones yeah, who, who we thought Howes. might be useful. We've interest, been interested in him so many times. So it <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just about the, the preponderance of having a left-sided balance. I didn't think not having uh, a predominantly left-sided centre-back caused us a particular problem today. I think I think what we need more than anything is somebody who's happy to step out of that back line yeah. and uh, with, with, with enough confidence and composure on the ball to be able to draw a player and then pass before he's completely shut down. Um, you know, it doesn't sound the hardest thing to do, but actually getting a player to do it with a level of competence at this at this level of football is really yeah. it's really quite complicated. I think anyone so. can replace Cabaselli though. He ain't great, is he? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, he was uh, he was he was yeah, dropped to the bench last week uh, when we went to the four, and then uh, and then was brought back in for the last knockings. I mean, he's been a great servant to us, and you know, as people have said, you know, he's been a fine club ambassador. But the problem is, is like like Herrelio Gomez in his last two years with us, when somebody becomes predominantly known for being a club ambassador. You know, it, 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 there's an issue. He's got, he's got to do, he's got to do, he's got to do the day job first and first and foremost. So there we go. Of course. Cheers, Ross. Thank you, sir. Thank you very um, much, mate. We, we, we will turn Buckinghamshire away. And Katie, I will come back to you. Sorry, I tried to let you in a moment ago, but uh, in the meantime, we will go to Greg Wendoverhorn. How are you, sir? Hello, mate. Nowhere near oh. Buckinghamshire at the moment. Uh, no, I appreciate that. my way negotiating my way out of small heath I think it's called and what an area this is I tell you Peaky Blinder yeah, territory lovely isn't it? <laughs> yeah. oh it's a uh, something uh, something that relies with tit hole yeah it's uh, <laughs> It's not. It's it's not that nice. Not that nice. No, that's fair. Yeah. Um, so, what did you make of tonight? How did yeah. it? How well did it go down? What did I make of? What I make of tonight? Felt like we were the home sides. They were. They they defended very very deep. Mm-hmm. I think if you are going to play this system, you've got to have two bombers on on the wing back positions. We didn't have two bombers out there today. Um, that's you know, and I think Rob's going to get them. He's going to get them, but that system needs two really quick wing backs, in my opinion. I've always said I think Gaspar's going to uh, going to go into the onto the right hand side of the three, and we're going to get a bomber in front of him, hopefully, because that's what it needs. And then you can have Kamara back on Saturday on the left. But, uh, you know, once again, Ron's a little bit premature. The window is still open, and we know that they're in for two defenders. So um, they're coming, aren't they? No, 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 that's fine. Yeah. Well, in, fair, in fairness, Ron, Ron was complaining about uh, Adrian Mariapa from Everything. years ago. So, um, oh, yeah, well. <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. Yeah. It's all good. Look, come on. The man hasn't slept for six days. Give him, give him, a, give him a break. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, I, did, I don't know if you're on the Sunday service. I did congratulate him on did, the birth you. of his little and, and, and they. I thought Nicky Minaj was very good. I thought he came on and. 
He, he looked good. He looked good. Uh, really, really changed it up front. Uh, held the ball up. A couple of nice flick-ons. Um, yeah, I, I was impressed with him. Were you not, uh, Pete? I thought he came on and he made a difference. He gave us some uh, physicality, whereas um, Bio, bless him, has this running style that looks for all the life of me that he's going to he's going to kind of curve his run and do a do a do a high jump the way he runs. Um, yeah, yeah. He, he just doesn't. You know, he seems to be fast, but he doesn't seem to have an aggressive, you know, kind of Luther or even Isaac success like kind of sprinting kind of style yeah. of, of, of burst of acceleration. He seems more like a middle distance runner in terms of how he goes. But you know, that, yeah. that's not yeah, yeah, him. He, that. he, yeah. he might he might come alive in future games. What we needed here was somebody to basically put themselves in and about, and he did that. For for me, there was a couple yeah. of things that I wanted to ask you. One, what was the reception like for Troy Deeney from the Watford fans, and did he come yeah, over at the end? First class, first. He came over at the end in a first-class uh, reception to uh, f- f- from Troy and f- vice versa, vice versa. I've got a, I've got a car full of uh, Hornets here. What do you think, boys? I'm in the queue to save my big break. Oh, well, jo- oh, George is in the queue. George so is well, George is going to... Uh, oh, I'll get George on in a minute. Well, he's, in the, he's, he's, he's in the car with me. He's in the car with me. Oh, he's missing for 45 minutes, I have to say. Who, uh, George? Where, where do you go, George? Oh, yeah, he watched... Well, well, yeah, yeah. I went down to the front. I, yeah. I found a space in the front. George has got this... Uh, he's with his father, and his father does this as well. He, he comes away from home, watches 45 minutes, and then then disappears to the bar. But um but there you go. That's a that's a they have missed some of the greatest moments, haven't they? They have. They like have the semi final. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry, Peter, we diverse. What did you want we, to ask me? We we digressed there for a moment. Um from everybody in the car, all collectively at once, <laughs> what did we what did you make of a spree up? Yeah, I liked him. Yeah. George is the ex-manager of who, George? Uh, Ellsbury Flooring FC. We won the Sunday FA Cup. So Ellsbury Flooring FC. They won, they won the, the, the Cup. There you go. Oh. Well, you beat me. FA, oh. FA Cup. FA Cup. You're FA right. Sunday Cup. Very, very impressive. Fuck, I'm in a bus lane. 
Thanks for that. Thanks for that, Greg. That's a phrase we don't hear every week on this podcast. Greg, we'll let you get back to tales of Aylesbury flooring. I only managed Aylesbury United, so... Yeah, all right, lads. We'll let you go, and then we'll come back. Well, we look forward to coming back and speaking to George in a minute, mate. Okay. This is Neil Cox with Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. Thank you very much to all the Watford supporters. Sports Social, now on the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Ashley Blaker, and I'm hosting a new season of the comedy panel show, Never Write Off the Germans, in partnership with my diesel claim. Join me and my esteemed comedy guests as we discuss all that's ridiculous with the greatest show on earth this winter in a host nation with domestic football equivalent to the Isthmian League South. We'll guide you through the tournament, covering everything that's funny with the countries taking part. Whether you're a diehard fan... Or an occasional bandwagon jumper just supporting your home nation until they're embarrassingly knocked out by Iran. Listen on the Sports Social Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. But remember, never write off the Germans. Katie, if you could hit your mic button and you can come off of, off of mute. Hey. Hey, are you, sat, are, you, are you in the bus lane swearing at Greg? No, we are stuck in a huge row of traffic though this place is awful <laughs> like, yes uh, well well welcome to birmingham yeah. <laughs> yeah yes no it's awful well 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 first of all welcome back to the start of the new season uh, yes your, your your first call into space is lovely to have you here well how was your how was your first game uh, uh, away this season Wet, yeah i, I imagine <laughs> i mean i didn't really watch many of the games before because i was on holiday and they were always on at like random times for us and I was like I would like sit in the spaces to just hear how we were playing and stuff but obviously that was the first game I've like properly watched and things and I honestly thought it was good like obviously there's bits where it can be improved but I don't think it was awful I think João Pedro that was a shameful performance and I don't know if maybe he like read some of the stuff people were saying like oh we can't let him leave but like he was he was I did not think he was very good today. Every time he got the ball, he lost it. Tripping over, obviously the conditions, yeah, fair enough. That chance he missed at the end, like, I can't lie. When you're our best player and someone we want to hold on to and you're making mistakes like that, it was not not a pleasant sight to watch. But obviously he does have games where just nothing, obviously it was probably a game where nothing went well for him. But I do think... That, yeah, it was not. He did not. I'd, I'd part of me being like, oh, he cost us the game. I think he cost us the game, but he was. He did a. That was one of his worst performances, I think. No, I, I, I think he definitely had the worst game he's had up until now. As you haven't been able to see it, but you'll have certainly heard about it. He has been certainly in, in and amongst the pick of the uh, of the players. Certainly in the attacking area, he has been the one who's been who's been kind of leading the charge in the main. I would suggest over the first three games, I think yeah. he just had. I don't think he just had one of those um, where where nothing comes off, and the the harder you try. The actual, yeah. actually, the less comes off, and it becomes almost a tightening ball of, of, of stress for him, which is which yeah. is a shame. But there we go. There and obviously, we go. there's there's pressure on him for him to perform, and I think he might have just wobbled slightly because, like, the chance at the end, he just overran it completely and then hit it way too hard, and all he had to do was just tap it. And you know, there's probably I don't know, he's probably got a lot on that he's thinking about and stuff. Yeah, I mean, he's he's still. Everybody always keeps saying, look, he's young, and he is. 
but Tom, Tommy Mooney. Uh, <laughs> there you go, people. Satellite navigation. This is, this, this is a spaces that brings you direction if you're travelling from Birmingham. Um, Tommy Mooney on uh, on Hive Live said, came out and said, I really hope that what Pedro becomes is somebody who thrives off the pressure of being the man you know the principal forward um you know that's that's where that's where i think we have to hope that that he sees himself going and that mm. hopefully hopefully keenan davis can get in there and help alongside him um yeah. I, was, I was impressed with well personally i was kind of reasonably impressed with with ken uh ken yeah. Sammer down down the left he always puts in a shift i don't think he ever yeah. shirked we can always say he lacks a bit of quality or that bit of pace that would see him at the next stage but he seemed to do all right especially in in the first half and of course his contribution for the goal was was pretty good did, did, did he look reasonable in the ground yeah um take the second exit onto the way he was i thought he was really good um i feel like he always goes quite under the radar you know when or he does he can be a bit hit and miss but he put in some really, really good crosses and some of the corners he took were excellent. Obviously, the goal was great too. Um, I honestly think, I do think that he played really well today and I think he was one of the best players on the pitch today. We'll take that. We'll take that indeed. Well, welcome back for the season, first of all. Welcome <laughs> back you. indeed. When when do you get your A-level results? On Thursday. So, On Thursday. So, yeah. so best wishes, everybody, to Katie for, for, for Thursday. And, uh, Thank uh, you. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure, I, well, I think I say fingers crossed, I'm sure we have every confidence. So uh, so good luck and hope Thursday treats you very, very, very well. And we will, um, we will see you um, after the next game that you're attending. Lovely stuff. Katie, lovely to hear from you. Thank you. Mr. Neil Silverstein. Sir. Squire, how are we all? Oh yeah, no, I'm, yeah, okay. I mean, uh, you know, you look at the you look at the league table. You look at where Luton are. You laugh a little bit. You have a chuckle, and then you're okay. I think really. But you know, what did you make? What did you make of tonight and everything? And how are you in the meantime? Well, I've just been. I'm, I'm out driving my bus, and some bastard just cut me up. <laughs> not very. That's no, brilliant. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm just. By the way, I'm not because obviously I'm driving the bus and talking on the phone. Um, I, I nearly, I, I nearly spat my drink. Out. <laughs> Sorry, I nearly spat my drink out with that. That was good. I like that. Go on. Thank you very much. Um, so I've listened to the game tonight for the first time because I've, I've taken my son to his football training and listened to the talk sport coverage. Really interesting perspective um, <clears throat> that, that, that they made. So a couple of points. Yep. First of all, to, to, to the Baslane invader, um, <laughs> to the wing backs that we need to to, to bomb on. I, by, by my reckoning, our goal came from our two wing backs so uh, they are getting forward maybe not at the pace that that is desired but that they're in the right areas at the right time to make a difference so i think that's a positive um one of the points that the guys made on the commentary was that they reckoned that we missed the guile and the creativity and some people will laugh at this that cleverly gives us Mm -hmm. and that that ability for him to run beyond and join the front three and their observation was that we, we seem to be quite happy to sit in our in our formation and just leave the front three to attack. And really, we needed somebody else to get in and amongst it to give them a different option, um, which I thought was quite an interesting view. And the other one was that the the the, um, the game tonight, we obviously had far more possession than we've had in the previous games. Mm-hmm. So that's where we do.
do need the creativity, and I, and I guess losers is going to be um, that option. Um, so I, I just thought it was a really interesting, you know, to listen to so-called professional pundits and, and their perspective on what we've got. But finally, they were waxing lyrical about João Pedro. Um, so clearly from the, the, the calls that I've listened to, that, that wasn't the case. Um, so I don't know, maybe we've got a slightly different perspective or maybe they're idiots. Who knows which it is? Oh, well, I, I, th- I don't think the two are mutually exclusive. I think I think they can be idiots and we can be idiots yeah. at the same time. No, I mean, we know when Yao plays well, what he does well and he suddenly become he becomes that bit bigger and some of his some of he sees sometimes some passes or a move or an ability to beat a player and today and I don't know if they picked it up on the on the audio uh, commentary there at Talksport just nothing came off for him just nothing came off for him going back to, going back to the goal and it was an interesting uh, point and I wonder whether or not they picked up or anybody else did and we're going to be going back to George uh, um, in just a moment who is sitting with the uh, with with the bus lane abuser um, so we'll find out uh, more about bus lane situation in a moment but one of the things that that that, that happened is that yeah Gaspar doesn't get forward naturally he doesn't bomb on he hasn't got that pace but you're absolutely right where there's a where there's the extra one or two touches to allow him to get forward he can do it the one or two touches came from a spreer and a lovely little touch to release him which was which was great to see he put the ball across it splayed out to the to the uh to the opposite uh wing back as you say Semmer, who rifled in a shot and i don't know whether or not uh manai claimed a touch or or what have you um but it was a spreer who kind of opened up that little that little pocket and all game, he was getting the ball and turning and trying to play the ball forward and trying to get bounce off of somebody and kind of play the ball in and then go for the return. And seemingly to me, what happened an awful lot of the time was we were playing the ball forward and intrinsically they are sitting there with their back to goal when they're receiving it and they would just pass it back again. And then we would go back again across the centre-backs and we just got happy keeping the ball rather than going, we've got this possession. Possession is worth nothing unless you do something with it. Um, you know, okay, if you're two or you're three nil up and you're keeping the ball for fun and we're just doing that, that that may be a time to decide that you're just going to keep it and not worry. But in this game, this was this was a, a great example of where we needed a catalyst. And between Manai and Espria, who I thought had been trying to do it all game, I think I think we did have something. But you're absolutely right. Then Talksport are absolutely right. We do need that extra bit of creativity, um, which would be good. The other the other observation i don't know if if they picked up on this with about 15 minutes to go and we've got ourselves back into the game the substitution is made bringing on dan gosling for Aspria, who as i say for me was the not the only spark but he was the main creative spark in that team and dan gosling I was surprised he wasn't actually in the starting lineup because for me he's not really an impact sub. If you bring him off off the bench, what's he going to do? He's going to he's just going to be you know tidy bits and pieces and keep everything kind of rolling. Whereas we saw on Friday night when Espria came on before the sending off, ah, here's somebody who might be a catalyst, might be somebody who could start something off, um, and that might get somebody like Pedro maybe sparking a little bit more. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, well, I, they, they didn't pick up on it. I, my view on that is that's. That's kind of a bit of game management from Edwards of, of protecting what you've got rather yeah. than going for more. Very fair. And, and and I think in the long run, that that's probably a tactic that's going to work in our favour. And, and, you know, we, we, we come away unbeaten, right? Um, we, we, which is which is important because momentum continues. Um, 
So I, I, I can understand why he's done it. Um, I mean, hypothetically, who knows how it would have been if Gosling started and it was a prayer coming in off the bench. It, it, yeah, it may well have been an impact, but we may well have been in a very different situation because obviously, as you said, he, he wouldn't have been there to, to make the touches and, and, and open things up. But I think you're right. I think it's, this is all about patterns of play um, and getting the, full, the the wide players used to creating the space for the, the wing-backs, whether they bomb on or crawl on via a bus lane, to be in the right position to, to make the right decision and like Gasper did play the ball into the, the into a really dangerous area yeah very we've true. not had that the other point I did make is is the quality of our corners um, and the amount of chances that we created from them and, and they, they made the point that Birmingham were quite poor at defending and, and how they set up um, I'd be really interested to get other people's views on that because for me one of the biggest banes of, well one of the biggest issues I've had is we've been shit from set pieces so to create chances from corners, I think, is, is is a positive sign again. And hopefully it's something we've been working on rather than something that Birmingham have not bothered with. Well, I thought, interestingly, with the corners, um, they played a lot. They played them to the back post, primarily. And as we all know, beating the front man has been the bane of our lives for about, oh, I don't know, last decade. Um, and, and therefore, you had a, a centre-back at the back post and they'd either head it back diagonally across to what you know what would be the far post from their position the near post and the corner point and then everybody would kind of like try and see what could happen and we nearly scored from that in the uh, in the first half um which would which, which would at the time would have been more than warranted would have been going with the with the flow of the game so to speak uh and when Birmingham did score it was thoroughly against the run of play and then they just kind of sat even deeper but I think I agree with you I think the corners were were, were kind of odd kind of uh, floating balls to the back post but they were so much more effective than we've been uh, been recent times which is there you see this is why everybody this is why Mr Neil Silverstone is head of betting here at DNSway because he understands the important things and how and where these things come from I like that a lot I like that a lot Neil so no, no, don't, so I, I nearly had a monumental bet because I, I backed Sirielta and Dini to be booked so when they squared up I was sitting there going <laughs> please and I think it was about 450, well, 100 to 1 or something ridiculous like that. So, uh, nearly happened. But then I called 2 1. So, what the hell do I know? Uh, that's, well, you were, you were near. You were only one out. You were only one out. So, there we go. Right. We're going to go to George now. Uh, let me add George in as speaker. So, thank you, Neil, as ever, sir. Really appreciate it. Uh, we're going to go now to, to George and find out where, uh, where where bus lane driver has managed to get to. George, if you hit your microphone, you can uh, you can talk into it and we'll see whether we get dreadful echoing feedback. I was going to say, this could feed back. There are also some five-word match reviews, Pete, which we should uh, have a look at once George is finished. I've never seen so many okay. bus lanes in all my life coming out of Birmingham. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, you know, I mean, if, if Greg knows how to do one thing, it's find a bus lane, clear. Oh, well, that's the only, so, that's the only thing he's good at, mate, I'll tell you that now. So, so sir, you're accused of not knowing anything about football, winning the Sunday FA Cup, 
and uh, and going missing, going missing for forty five minutes at some stage there, which some people could also accuse Yao Pedro of, but that they wouldn't be me. I, it's not the kind of thing I do. That's a cheap gang. Um, what, what did you What did you make overall of uh, of, of kind of go, going through the team tonight? Uh, Back, Backman seemed to have another steady enough game. Do you think? Yeah, well, he. I mean, he's done nothing wrong to suggest otherwise, has he? I mean, his previous performances, you know, man of the match against um, Burnley Friday night. I don't think he needs changing at all. I think at the minute he's showing why Rob's trusting him to be the number one that um, that he wants and just stick with him. At the minute he's done nothing wrong. He made a couple of, um, from what I remember, maybe one, two important saves tonight. Birmingham didn't yep. really cremate uh, create, sorry, create that many chances. Um, but when they did create, uh, he had to pull a save off and he did. So, uh, you know, he's done nothing wrong. Um, so, yeah, stick, stick like, with him. I like this. I like this a lot. George, I'm going to come back to you with another question for you. The, the back three tonight, obviously, was Cathcart, Sierra Alta and Cabaselli. If we bring in a another centre-back who's going to step into that, which one of those three do you think you drop down to the bench? Cabaselli. It's got to be Cavaselli. Yeah, I think that um, for some reason, you know, I don't know, no one else knows. Obviously, Serie Alta didn't appear at all, apart from, was it one or two games last season, when he was our best centre-half in the Championship the year before. Uh, Cathcart, people may agree, people may disagree. I think that he's put in a 7 out of 10 performance every time he's worn a shirt for Watford. I, You know, I, I can't remember where he's put a massive foot wrong in a game. He's always been a good servant. He's always um, done what he's can for the team when he's playing. I don't think he's a horrendous player. I think he's probably one of our best defenders. But Cabaselli, he has that mistake in him. Against West Brom, the mistakes were there. You know, people could see it. You could hear it in the crowd. They were calling for him to be off. People, you know, were giving him abuse and everything like that from the crowd, telling him to come off. And I don't think he had a horrendous game tonight. However, out of the options that we've got, if we bring in another centre-half, he would be my first choice to drop to the bench. You're muted, Pete. You're muted, mate. Oh, I, I, I was saying, George, I was saying so many nice things, but I would, no, I was on mute, not you, mate. That's fine. <laughs> so, um, George, this is, this is tremendous stuff. I, I'm liking this a lot. I'm going to come to you for kind of thoughts around advice. Now, my one here, here's a question. Then we have a football man on the on the line here, so we're going to go for your opinion, and other opinions can can vary, and that's fine. That's fine. Yao Pedro, right? Okay. In a three four one two, what's his best formation, and what would you do to to get the best out of him? Well, uh, to be fair, just give him that free roll because I, I think you find when he gets the ball to feet and he has a little bit of space, he's the person who can bring in the people on the on the wings. He can pass the ball into the forwards. He's the person who can bring it in. Not only that, you've seen it in previous games where he can have a chance, going uh, having a shot on goal. He can find it back in the net when he needs to. But, you know, people are slagging him off tonight. Right, granted, it wasn't his best game. However, he hasn't done anything wrong tonight. He did nothing wrong tonight. Okay, right. There's a couple of times where, you know, he, to be fair, he should have hit the target with that chance. He should have hit the target. Whether or not he should have scored is another question, but at least make the keeper work, hit the target. He's the, the best yep. position for him is behind the, 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 the front two because he's the most creative player we've got on that team. When it comes down to, oh, we should be keeping Saar and Dennis, when it was, the thing was, yep. he's the player we should be keeping hold of. I think he's worth... You know, again, we go to opinions and everything like that. He 
he is probably worth more than Simon Dennis combined with the amount he's got left on his contract and everything like that. But the fact is, he actually gives a shit when he plays. When he plays, he gives a shit. He knows about the club and everything like that. Sorry, Dad. Sorry, Dad. Sorry, Dad. Sorry, Swain. Sorry, guys. But, yeah, but uh, for me, he, he's the most important player of that club. Right? He can have an off night in people's opinion tonight. However, I don't think he's done nothing wrong. Okay, granted, he wasn't his 100% best. But, you know, for me, he is the most important player of this club. Wonderful, George. I'm lo- I'm loving this. Sir. Thank you very much indeed. You got a lot. Got a bit of background noise there, so I'm just going to mute you for a second. No worries. There we go. That was a bit, a bit loud. Sorry about that, everybody. Right. So, um, unless we've got anybody else to join us in, we're going to finish off with some of the some of the messages in because I like them a lot, and some of the some of the five word reviews that that, that we get, which is all which is always a pleasure. Uh, Carl James started uh, four minutes ago with the uh, fucking train is late, twat fuckers. I mean, I do apologise if you're listening. Um, uh, Wayne, Wayne, I'm so sorry. We try our best, but that was at least reasonably creative. Uh, match worn Watford shirts. Mind the gap, Luton Town. Now you've got to say, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Uh, Chris Bone, my garden yearns for water. So I, th- I think Chris is is really finding the silver lining actually in a cloud. Do you see what I did there? That was quite good. Garson Horn, Garson Horn, still unbeaten. And Luton lost. And then he's used many hand claps because, let's face it, there's no limitation to emojis in the world of five-word reviews. Um, We're all Hornets. Steve said, want to see more of Spria? I don't disagree with that. I enjoyed him a lot. West, Bro- God, that West Brom game in reverse, says uh, says Rich from Inside the Horns. Uh, Watford FC Sweden, a game we should have won. Ben Pegram. Ben, now known as Yao Pegram, um, in in the DNSYE squad, ticking along nicely. Another point. Now, Ben Ben knows he is in charge being called Yao Pegram in the squad. He's in charge of being basically kind of bodyguard to Yao Pedro. So, you know, Ben, you know what to do. Go and go and have a word with these people and sort them out. Get them away from him. We don't want him going anywhere. Let's have a quick switch over to some uh, some some notes, which I think is quite interesting. Nelly nine seven nine. Too much is being made about the return of loser, as if he's the missing link in midfield. Does he bring guile and creativity? Not so sure. He says. Um, Paul Turner says, watched it on Hive Live while on holiday. Tough watch. Pedro, I hope, was just having an off night. Uh, John D, TalkSport, he said, did criticise Pedro during the game as well. Well, one of the points there about um, Loser, which I think is kind of interesting, when we first signed him, I did a video for you on CV looking back at his his non-past three seasons before that. He only got played in his final season three times in defensive midfield because in their particular uh, side, he was a little bit of a liability there. He kind of would, would, would get sent off and they wanted him going forward, creating further forward because he does have that guile and he does have that creativity and he was their set piece uh, provider as well. If he's kind of led, you know, kind of left to, left to get on and do it, I think really there. Uh, Terry Wilkins, uh, uh, chip shop number 69, chip shop Terry. Cabaselli could have successfully delivered Uncle Ron's child and he's still not like him, he says. Well, once again, congratulations to Ron. Chips on Terry giving you giving you some there. I like that a lot. Uh, Nigel Everett just made a rare visit to the 
Outlaws page, and it's a thing of beauty as they're in meltdown. I think Nigel has gone and is having a bit of fun at Luton Town's expense. I, I, I that's that's a shocking thing. You'd never find me doing that. John Parslow, who is in the land of Uncle Ron, I couldn't watch but caused chaos on the beach where I'm sitting when Twitter told me that Semmer has scored. Now celebrating eight points on track for 92 and drinking a nice cold Samuel Adams. No pina coladas here, he says. I think that's pointed at Ed in Florida. It's a squad game in 46 game season just saying so there's a mixture of i think uh, a lot of positivity there i think there's a lot of uh, understanding that you know you know for example pedro has had a fine season you know in the four games that we've had he's just had a, 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 a hopefully an off game today but uh, but there we go um it is it is one of those it is one of those so have we got we have we've got oscar requesting to uh to, to come in oscar i'm just going to let you in and then we'll probably kind of start to uh, start to bring it to uh, bring it to an end and let all you lovely people get to get get some sleep. Oscar, if you click on the mic button in the bottom left, and then you should be able to come off mute and uh, and talk to us. Hello, there. hello, how are you Good, doing? How are you? We're uh, we're very well. We're very well. Are you are you returning yeah. from Birmingham? Yeah, I'm returning. Okay, so tell us about it. How was the atmosphere? How was the game from your um, point? I thought. There's a good atmosphere. I thought Semmer was dreadful, even though he scored. Every time he tried okay. to get past um, their left back, um, he didn't get past him. I thought he was dreadful. Pabaselli, absolutely horrendous. I, I just don't understand why Rob Edwards hasn't got Courtney Hawes in still. It just surprises me. I don't get why it has to be late. Why can't he just do it now? Okay. Now, Oscar, am I wrong? Am I wrong in as much as you may be the Oscar of uh, Sunday service? You, you could actually be the, I believe it's the nephew of Uncle yeah. Ron. So, so he is Uncle, well, Rupert, I imagine, but but Uncle Ron from your perspective. Oh, excellent! Well done, well done for, well done for travelling up there on a on a on a bit of a rainy night. Yeah. Is it uh, is it public transport you're coming nah. back on? My dad's driving me back. Oh, we still, we've, we've had more. We've had more sat nav on this uh, on this call than anything at all. So, Uncle Ron, let me let me work this out. Uncle Ron's newborn um, is your cousin. Yeah, then? my first cousin. Oh, first cousin. There you go. Oh well, congratulations to you as Thank well. You. C- congratulations to you. Um, what did you think of uh, of Aspria? And did you think Manoy did a good job when he came on uh, for, for for Bio? Yeah. He hasn't been universally loved. I'll give him credit, Manoj. He looked lively. Did some knock on. Bio wasn't up to it tonight. I, he didn't look right um, for some reason. I just didn't think. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, look, Oscar, thank you ever so much for calling in. First time I think you've called into the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes, but there's Oscar who normally features for about five minutes or so um, on the on the Sunday service at the end each time. So congratulations to your family because you've, you've got a, a new one in there. So it ended up 1-1. Um, I'm really glad to hear that Troy Deeney and and I hope John Eustace also got a good good response from 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 the Watford crowd. I don't imagine uh, they would have done, even though we did get a yellow. It's uh it was a an ugly old game of football, but it is one of those games whereby if you're you know as 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 Neil said, perhaps bringing on um, 
uh, Gosling there for Espria was a question of going, OK, let's make sure we keep what we've got here rather than fail to manage the game correctly. Very, very fair observation. I think Manai came on, as uh, as Greg said earlier on, and kind of did a good job in terms of trying to kind of uh, bring a little bit more energy, a little bit more bustle, a little bit more fight uh, to, to the front line because we just didn't seem to have that with with, with Bio. Yes, Pedro had an off day. Uh, Hamza Chowdhury still still looks okay, although I thought if the game had carried on for another minute, I must confess, I thought his last lunge at the end may have given away a penalty if, uh, if the game had carried on there. Um, but hey, it is what it is. In terms of the transfer activity for Saar and indeed the interest from Newcastle about Yao Pedro, who reports suggest they are going to be uh, coming up with a new offer and that uh, reports saying Watford have said that it would take 30 million. I'd be surprised if Watford would, would accept 30 million for Yao Pedro personally, because despite having a poor game today, I think he, as, as many people have come on and said, actually, he's probably got more potential uh, than than anybody we've seen at this club for, for really quite some time. Um, he's, he's, he, he, he's not by any means the finished article, but when he, when he does go, um, he, he could really be quite something. So there we go. Uh, Justin, sir, before before we wrap up the uh, for, for for the evening, um, anything you would like to add? No, I think it's all been said. To be honest, um, you know, still unbeaten, which is which is good after four matches, considering Very the true. opposition we've um, we've faced. Um, I still think that uh, Saar to Palace is a peculiar transfer. I, I just. I just don't know. I think you should be aiming a bit higher than that myself. No disrespect to Palace, but I just, I, yeah. Um, let's hope we keep Pedro. I, I can't wait for this window to shut, to be honest with you, so that at least we know who we've got and who we haven't. Um, it's all a bit unsettling with the sort of the unknowns. But yeah, come on, we're unbeaten, um, which is a, a good place to be at this stage of the season, four games in. Let's see how we go. We'll catch up with everybody after the uh, the Preston game, I guess. Absolutely. I mean, it's said that the sign of a good team is that they can play badly and still bring something out. And I'm not suggesting we played badly tonight, but we didn't have, we didn't play to our game plan. We didn't impose on Birmingham as we might have seen fit. We didn't dismantle their game plan, but we still come away with a point. We could say the same thing about West Brom when I think most of us can acknowledge that we came away with a point there. If we'd have come away with three points from the penalty, it would have been daylight robbery. But again, we didn't play well. We still pulled something away from it. That This can all bode well. What can also bode well is the fact that we did have some possession, uh, you know, I would suggest a lot more possession, without actually having the stats in front of me, um, than, than Birmingham did, which we which we haven't had in those, those first uh, the first three games um, and Rob's stated intention was to try to dominate possession and do something with it. We haven't quite got to the point of really utilising that well, but it does appear that the transfer um, window is starting to be to be actioned. Yes, it's late, as Oscar's point, you know, why does it have to wait until the end? Well, sometimes it has to wait until the end because if you're going to be getting those players from Premier League teams, the Premier League teams are not going to be rushed in terms of who is going to be surplus to requirements. That may be one reason. But other teams have been signed from Premier League, uh, or other players have been signed from Premier League teams, it's fair to say. But what we do between now and... The first of, of September is to obviously try to finalise this squad and really allow Rob to have a really good fist at going between now and the start of that World Cup in November. And so it's vital that we do something to kind of help him out. I think uh, the wing-back options would be would be really good to take a look at on the right, especially because, as Neil said, well, 
he got forward and uh, and Gaspar put the cross in that eventually led to led to the uh, the equaliser. But it would be also good to see somebody going at somebody with a bit of pace as well. Kamara coming back into the squad will help all of that as well. So we shall see. Anyway, guys, have a pleasant evening. The remainder that you have, we will have this up and uh, and on as a podcast for tomorrow morning if anybody has missed it. Uh, thank you ever so much for everybody who contributes. Everybody who contributes either by by uh, calling in uh, and making making the show a, a show because otherwise it's just me talking rubbish. Um, the five word reviews are brilliant and everybody also posting in the messages here just so that we can add all of that in it's always a it's always a joy to have so thank you so much this is still Watford we are still a remarkable club you know still punching above our weight in the championship um and, and doing well to do so so here's to here's to Saturday have a great have a great evening have a great uh, weekend everybody Podcast Network. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code FOOTBALL to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.